Hello everyone, I am Michela Grasso and I'm here today with Nora Odi. How are you, Nora? I'm pretty good. How are you? A bit cold. Good, yes, it's very cold, but they say it's gonna snow like crazy this week. (gasps) Yeah, I know, I'm so excited. Ah. They predict minus eight degrees, so... God. Well, that doesn't that doesn't sound so good, but then I'm so excited, you know, for the snow. Yeah, like if it's going to be snowing, then it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, like it's worth it. If the temperatures are dropping that much, you kind of expect. So, Absolutely. Yeah, it makes up for yeah. it. Yeah, well, today we're talking about Amsterdam and, you know, the city, and particularly about the latest news about how they want to move, you know, the red light district outside. I don't know if you've heard about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was reading a lot about it, actually. Yeah, what do you what do you think about like what's what's happening? Yeah, well, just to explain it basically, um, they've been debating for a while, mm-hmm. um, like the city council in Amsterdam and with the Dutch government about relocating the red light district, which yeah. is like such an iconic part of, of Amsterdam, course. and yeah, and they made it official basically a few days ago, like it was backed uh, by the government to get rid of the current red light district in De Wallen, uh, mm-hmm. the walls, yeah. and create this new type of, like, they're calling it an erotic center on the outskirts of Amsterdam. Yeah, and the outskirt <laughs> means, like, periphery, kind yeah, of. Yeah, basically. The thing is, they, they don't know where they're going to be putting it yet, yeah. but they're relocating it. And they have these pictures of, like, a proposed design of what mm-hmm. it's supposed to look like, and it looks so weird. It looks like, um, <laughs> do you remember those, like, little toy car parks where they were like a cylinder and you would put yeah. like a little car in it and it would, like, oh my god down. yes it yes. literally looks like that but it's red oh god <laughs> yeah I, I don't know if that's gonna work yeah i don't know see the thing is like the reasoning that's behind it is that they're saying that um the red light district is attracting like the wrong types of tourists and like over tourism yeah. is already has been such a big problem in amsterdam yeah. and at the moment like we have this complete ghost town so I'm guessing a lot of the locals that live around the red light district, they're like, oh, this is so nice. Like, why can't of we keep course, it like yeah. this? So the reasoning is that um, all of these tourists and everything that are coming into the red light district, they're disrespecting the women, yeah. they're taking pictures of them, they're gawking at them. But most of them aren't actually uh, paying them. They're not like using of course. the service. Yeah, so that's why they want to relocate it. But then at the same time, I think all oh, these same shitty tourists are also the ones that are like paying hotels, paying bars. Thing, yeah of course know, that's the thing for the service in town and also with the coffee shops because now they want to mm, prohibit it for tourists right yeah yeah that's another thing so like <laughs> if so many tourists just come here to go to the red light district and smoke a joint and they're not gonna come it means that the earnings for so many other people are gonna decrease you know yeah of course yeah but then at the same time like most people that come to amsterdam they don't go like to use the red light district it's just more of like they like walking past it because of like the shock and everything of it like there was one statistic though that said um 34 percent of like regular incomers to amsterdam said that they would go less often if they couldn't buy weed and 11 percent said they just wouldn't go at all that's crazy (laughs) yeah yeah so i don't know it's strange because like i feel like the amsterdam that we know because we i mean i don't know i wouldn't say that i live here I'm not Dutch <laughs> but yeah. um, the Amsterdam that we know and experience is so different from like the Amsterdam that like the you know like those like lads holidays this lads, like, yes, Amsterdam. Yes. oh my god like oh I feel like god, that's like a very different Amsterdam I know, I know. We've not I feel like I know so many for British people but yeah I think my yeah. experience <laughs> with like 
working uh, in like the dumb not the dumb rock um new and dark that is like next to central in the bar like yeah. that was like closing at 4 a.m like typical tourist bar i hated british people oh in my God. because i saw so many disgusting behavior in the oh bar. i know i know oh my god i yeah. know it's just like all the like all the lads in like their tracksuits and they're <laughs> yeah. kissing into canals. Oh, yeah. Whatever Irish people in Amsterdam, how are they? I see the things. I'm always like, oh, I'm almost like embarrassed saying that I'm yeah. Irish sometimes <laughs> to judge people because I like know so many people that come over and they're like, lads towards Amsterdam and they go like <laughs> fucking wild. But then a lot of, I don't know, Dutch people, maybe they're just saying this because they're nice to me. They're like, oh, no, no, like Irish people aren't as bad as the English ones. Well, I've seen them drinking a lot. Oh, they do. Oh, for sure. But I don't know if they're like, I don't know. Uh, maybe there's less of them, though. So maybe that's why. I do know. Um, I have one story about. Yeah. Oh, I'm very curious now. <laughs> um, about a little red light district story. So um, my dad, mm-hmm. the very weird opening, <laughs> yeah. by the way, red light district, my dad. So I'll have to explain that quickly. Um, he was on, he was like visiting the Netherlands for a farming convention. Yeah. He works in farming. Okay. So he was with like a load of Irish farmers. <laughs> and then they took a little day trip to Amsterdam. And then uh, at one point they're like walking through the red light district, you know, as you do. Yeah. And um, they were just walking through and then he was like, oh, guys, guys, can you just uh, give me a minute? I'm going to I need to go to one of the shops. Just keep on walking and I'll catch up with you. They're like, OK, yeah, that's fine. And then um, he walked up to one of the windows and he just like knocked on it. <laughs> Okay, and then she opened it, and then he took out, like, a 20-euro note, and he was like, if I give you this, can I please sit here for five minutes? <laughs> and then she was just like, okay, and then he sat down, and then he just waited for, like, his friends to come back. <laughs> no way. And then they walked back, That's and so he just, funny. like, tapped on the window. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, that's obviously really funny for us. Yeah. And I guess, to be fair, like, he wasn't like making he wasn't making a joke on the expense of, of the course, sex worker yeah. but i guess a lot of people they're coming from say countries where s- people don't talk about sex as openly and it is like c- such a cultural shock to yeah. be you just see oh these my God, like yes. beautiful half naked women standing behind a window like it's normal yeah. to be like whoa like that's why so many people walk through and i guess a lot of people especially boys especially if they're pissed and like on drugs and everything like they're going to be disrespecting them they're going to be taking oh, yes. pictures of them and i mean yeah. also these girls like there must be so much human trafficking behind you know these windows i mean yes many of them mm. are not subject to human trafficking but a lot of them are and yeah because it like most of them aren't from the netherlands yeah com- a lot of them are from eastern europe and it's also estimated that a lot of them are there illegally so if they're yeah. there illegally then they're likely trafficked unfortunately probably and yeah. the thing is like reading a lot of um sex workers like there's this uh, union for sex workers mm-hmm. and uh, they're saying that they're just like not being listened to they, like the majority of sex workers don't want to relocate because they yeah. feel a lot safer in the district and to be fair of to them course, they're saying like yeah. we've been like it's a historical thing it's been there for centuries like they've been there before all of these annoying tourists are coming in disrespecting them so it's like why should they have to change yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I think, like, if you think, like, if it's moving to this kind of, like, hotel-style thing, then you're getting rid of these big windows, but a lot of them feel safer behind the windows because True. they're visible. And also, I think for locals, like, if you, like, when sometimes I just walk past it and it becomes, like, a normal thing, and it's then you just start to see it as, like, a yeah. normal profession rather than this, like, 
really scandalous like sexy thing that's like oh all the way like uh, on the outside of Amsterdam yeah like that just seems to me like it's kind of sweeping it under the rug yeah and I was thinking that they're probably going to relocate it in peripheral areas where there are like minorities living there you know like the usual places that are bad places kind of you know like the Bayern are seen as like bad ghetto kind of vibe Uh so that's just gonna decrease the value of these places and yeah, yeah, that it's just gonna get more and more like w- worse. Like, yeah, you know. and at least yeah. like you are getting quite a mix when it's in the city center. Like you can walk like five minutes away, and then there are lots of like posh restaurants. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. And there's a uh, lots of security and police around. But if it's on the outskirts, I don't know if yeah. it will be as well policed. It will just be seen as this one negative. Thing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. like, I do kind of miss the tourists now that I haven't seen them for like a year. Like, I yeah. almost miss all the people that were around. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not that many, but like seeing people around because literally there is no one outside. Oh, right I know. Now. It's, it's, yeah, it's so quiet. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I miss them, to be honest. Mm, yeah. I can see why you wouldn't miss them though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to another news. So there is a government crisis in Italy. I mean, there was before, but mm-hmm. uh, I thought it would be interesting to explain it because. Uh, you know, there are so many crises in Italy of the government that nobody cares about anymore. It's like, oh, it's just because there's more, always you know? one happening. <laughs> but what was the most recent one? Uh, well, it was started in January because so we have um, we had a govern governing coalition kind of, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, there was one small party with the former prime minister in that party that yeah. has only like three percent, but they were like they withdrew their support so the majority fell basically because it was such a thin majority that just three percent could make it fall oh okay right but this guy like Matteo Renzi that he's the former prime minister uh, he decided to withdraw the support because of some uh, disagreements you know about the recovery fund uh, spending vaccination plans whatever uh, but now then the government fo- fell the prime minister resigned uh, so like now it's mounted they're trying to fix the situation uh-huh. and maybe they found a new prime minister maybe yeah is that's the mario guy mario draghi mario draghi yes. <laughs> <laughs> who is the old they're all called mario because it's like uh, mario draghi mario monti was one of the previous prime ministers also yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah they're all like same names and it would be a technical government like technocrat yeah so what does that mean exactly uh that is not a politician but a technocrat from the eu kind of because he worked before as he was the head of the european central bank okay so a pretty big big role you know he was the one that fixed i mean i don't know if i want to say fixed the, the greek, greek crisis oh yeah. right okay yeah 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 so he's very supported in a way okay and is this is mostly due to the um the coronavirus like fund from yeah, the EU, yeah. right? Because uh, is it true that Italy is getting like almost the most money? Yes, okay. but uh, it's a bit tricky. I'm not so ex- expert in that field, but there is disagreement on how to spend this money. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel like that's going to be a big problem but, everywhere. But uh, yeah, I found this article that is full of data about the Italian governments. And um, well, since 1946, so when the monarchy fell, we have had uh, 66 government in 75 years. None of them arrived until the end. What? <laughs> yes. Uh, and I oh thi- my God. And like literally one of the shortest government, I don't remember when it was, but it was like 20 days. It was like in the 70s, like only 20 what? days. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, we had 29 prime minister. 
And in the mean, meantime, uh, for example, uh, France had, had five presidents with like 19, <laughs> almost like uh, five in France and three in Germany. So it's pretty funny. Gosh. But uh, it's so expensive too to have this crisis, you know, because it means a lot more parliamentary hearings. And yeah, of course. And especially at the moment, with yeah, everything else that's going ridiculous. on. It's ridiculous. Like you guys need to fight now. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and we can't even have a vote because our president who is not elected by the people, but, you know, elected by the parliament. The oh, Italian yeah. Person. It's yeah. just like a symbolical figure. Yeah. He, his mandate is going, is finishing soon. Yeah. And we can't have election the six months before his mandate ends because it could be a democratic conflict, like that he could do some stuff or whatever. Oh, Like it's just a okay. check and balance. So but this guy, the new Mario guy, he wasn't voted in um, by the people? No, by no. the parliament. I mm. mean, we re- we have a lot of votations, but most of the time it's just about governing, switching, you know, the coalition switching and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so it's what a do mess. you think of it? <laughs> I, I'm not so happy. And I mean, I see everyone supporting Mario Draghi because they think, you know, he's very good and he he's an expert. But then at the same time, to me, the fact that they are taking a technocrat instead of a politician is such a failure. Yeah, do you feel like maybe in just like a year's time there'll be someone else then? Yeah. Like once he's oh, absolutely. if he just like sorts all the coronavirus money, then they're like, okay, next guy. No, yeah, could be probably. But it's just the idea that the de- democracy failed at, at that level that politicians are not even good enough. You need someone <laughs> extra to take care. But yeah, this is very complicated, but just it's just important to know. Italians don't even know about it because we don't care anymore. Like every because time. Because it's changing so one. often. Yeah, yes. of course. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, that's about it for for Italy. And there is not much left to say. It's the usual stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for sharing. Hopefully yeah. he sorts it out. Yeah, I hope <laughs> so. Like he, sh- he must sort it out. Otherwise, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, but do you have other news that you would like to talk about? Um, oh, yeah, there is very sad news actually so brace oh yourselves God. people um, <laughs> no. um in the uk they're also facing another pandemic <laughs> there's there's this um thing pandemic i guess you could say of people stealing dogs stealing dogs yeah it's yeah. horrible it's just completely shut up in the uk i don't know why the united kingdom is getting more of it yeah i, I feel don't like know the uk is always fucked up yeah that's true <laughs> but basically um since last March, there's been a 250% rise in dog thefts. That's crazy. I Poor know, dogs. it's so sad. And like, it makes sense when you think about it, because like, I know from my family, like our dog Brandy, when I was at home, she was like a lifeline for us. Yeah. Because like, you know, when you're isolated and you're inside all the time, having yeah. a dog, it's just like so, you know, entertaining because you can play with them. You know, it's especially if someone lives by themselves. I think it's great because they can just bring their dog outside. You know, you can go for yeah. walks and everything. So more people during the lockdown have wanted a dog. And it's like really expensive to buy a dog, of especially course, if you want yeah. like a, you know, those like designer dogs, like the pure breeds. Yeah, they can yeah, be like yeah. three grand or something, which is crazy. So that's why these gangs who, I don't know, maybe they're like dealing drugs before, but now mm. less people are buying drugs because they're not going out. Yeah. So they just decided to like steal dogs instead. So these gangs are uh, stealing dogs, especially they're stealing like litters of dogs. So if a dog would just have puppies, they would steal the puppies and the mother. Yeah. And then they're also like breeding them with other puppies and other dogs. Yeah. And they're selling them on. Oh my God. That's so sad. It's so sad. I know. 
Oh my God. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense if people during the pandemic feel lonely and they want a dog, you know, but that's so mean, like that people only want a dog because they have time now. And what happens when their time to take care of yeah. their hands, you know? Yeah, that is true. That is true. But I just, I, d I just don't understand though, like the people that are buying the dogs illegally, do they know that they're buying them illegally? Or do you think some of the dealers try and make it look like legit? I think someone might look legit, but others definitely don't and people still go for it. You yeah, know? yeah. I can see that. Like yeah. people just not caring about it. I know. But it must be very sad to lose your dog. Like, yeah, I know. And it must be oh. also sad for the dog because, you know, the dog gets so scared. They get so confused. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There was this one woman... Um, whose dog was stolen I was just reading about it and she, like she was interviewed uh -huh. and she said that ever since her dog was stolen in the summer she just like wouldn't go to bed she would sleep on the couch no. with her back door open <laughs> this makes me cry. waiting for so the dog sad. to come back so sad these yeah. people are sick I know yeah. I know I know it's awful and also I think the problem is that um, because I guess it's not something that before the pandemic was done regularly so the punishment for stealing a dog like isn't that bad like the they can get fined um, 200 to 250 pounds. Yeah. Which I guess if you're making like so much money from stealing them, they're probably oh, yeah. just like pay it and then continue to do it anyways. Exactly. Whereas, you know, if you're dealing drugs, the punishment is much harsher. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if you're like dealing like five grams of weed, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is like nothing, but yeah. it's harsher punishment than stealing like a liter of exactly. beautiful puppies. I know. I know. It's horrible. I hope it does not spread to the netherlands yeah i, mean, I don't have a dog here but still no of course but also yeah i never got the thing of buying dogs i don't know i never i had a dog before but i didn't buy it yeah like, you know, it was, was it from like the pound yeah like yeah that's shelter, where our dog is from yeah. yeah yeah it's just weird to me to think that people buy them like yeah i guess that's when they want those like you know like a poodle or something they want those like yeah. purebreds which is I mean, I guess, like, honestly, if you want to spend your money on that, then... Yeah, you know, what's your favorite dog? want to spend your money on that. <sighs> like, your favorite breed? I don't know. Uh, I feel like I have to say my dog, but she's a mix of, like, three different breeds. <laughs> <laughs> she's um, a Labrador, a Greyhound, and a Boxer. Oh, wow, that's, that's <laughs> a lot. No, I would love to oh, have I one of her. these big dogs, like Husky kind of thing. I love them. I think <gasps> they're so St. fun. St. Bernard's. I actually yeah, had a St. Bernard when I was younger. Really? Yeah. That's gigantic. Though. Yeah, they're oh, oh I would love gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I would love to have a St. Bernard. I feel like they're a lot of work, though. Oh, yeah. And they also, they sit on, they take over, like, all of your furniture. Like, oh, we couldn't really? sit on one of our couches for, like two years really <laughs> yeah that's because they, she just shed all over <laughs> no way that's so yeah funny. yeah and then after she died we had to get it like um properly like professionally yeah. <laughs> but i do have yeah. a tip um, uh for lockdown because i i have a park behind my house not a park but like yeah, a field and it's full of dogs there all the time because there are like dog sitters that bring like 10 dogs at a time <gasps> in the morning so when oh. it's sunny i always go there and then there are so many and they're so happy because you know they're just happy and you're yeah. there it's like oh, I love best that. lockdown tip last year it saved me like i was there that is every so day. smart yeah. oh just talking to the dogs oh i love that <laughs> actually do you think because here like you're able to go past you're able to go out after the curfew if you're walking a dog like do you think that people will start yeah for sure illegally trading dogs for sure now? i am sure it will happen oh, like definitely yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, if anything, maybe some dogs would like it because they're getting more walks. True. I mean, not if they're kidnapped. 
Yeah, no. But if course. someone's like outsourcing their dog, but it is funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was a nice talk about dogs, uh, sex work, and the Italian government. <laughs> yeah, so, a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was it for today. So thanks for joining us, me, the radio. Yes. And uh, <laughs> well, we'll be back next week with other news. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.